This is the Transformation Bros Podcast. Here are your hosts, Jason and Nathan. Hey guys, welcome back to episode number eight of the Transformation Bros Podcast. Jason, good to see you. You too, man. Great hey to guys. be back. Uh, yeah, we've loved having your feedback, haven't we? You know, I've, ever since we released the podcast, I get a couple of messages a week on Instagram, on my Facebook, mm. a couple of people WhatsApped me. Um, some people send a message through um, Viber, which I thought was odd. You know, that's not really used these days. <laughs> Who the uh, hell uses but Viber? But wherever you want to send anymore. your feedback. Yeah. I love it. It's yeah, the highlight it's of my week. really good. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Totally. You know who you are. We uh, we started this podcast. One of the main reasons was for us to express ourselves, to mm. practice speaking our truth, which, mm. you know, as we've been talking about, is, it can be challenging, and really just have fun talking about stuff that you and I love. Yeah. And it's it's also forced us to grow in lots of different ways already. Mm. And we had something come up last week that we wanted to share with you because I think it would be valuable. Yeah, that's right. Um, I was feeling awkward, not kind of good enough, um, just getting that upper limiting, that self-sabotage just before the last episode. And I was sitting there with it while we were getting ready. And I was like, oh, God, um, I don't, I'm worried about making a mistake. I'm worried about getting it wrong, wondering what people will think. And then you, I had this thought as well, like you explaining stuff that I say, which I love. I think that's amazing, by the way. It's not a criticism. But I saw so I was holding on to it all over here and I shared it with you. I didn't want to. I really wanted to hold on to it. And then, so I shared it with you and it just was amazing the effect. I felt so light. You were like, oh, and you explained your things about perfectionism and all that. Yeah. And yeah, it's really um, cleared up for me how good it is to speak my fears or speak into them and yeah. just let them go. It was so good. Oh, man, it's so huge. And it's it's funny that it doesn't, once you get to, when, when you do any creative pursuit, it's like, oh, the first one's fun, the second one's fun, the <laughs> third one's like, oh, this is, geez, we've got to do this every week, do we? And then, <laughs> you know, it's like, no matter what you do or if it's a business or whatever. It comes that point. Yeah, there comes that point where yeah. it's like, geez, do I have enough content or yeah. can I keep doing this every week? Enough in me. Yeah, and I was lucky because um, I did my own podcast. It's called mm. The Nathan Seward Show. Check it out. It's available everywhere that fine podcasts can be downloaded. <laughs> and I did 97 episodes and went through all of us 20 times over. Why didn't you do 100? <laughs> oh, that is like a dagger to my heart, <laughs> my perfectionist heart. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to, and it was very hard to leave it on 97. Any one of my listeners that had OCD messaged me. I'm yeah. like, you can't leave this show <laughs> yeah. on 97. I'm proud of you Thank for you. leaving it at 97. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, like um, the cracks are where the light gets through. So <laughs> had to leave it a little bit broken, well done. a little bit imperfect. But, well yeah, I, I, I've had a lot of practice with this. So, um, you know, I kind of feel a bit more in flow with this. Like yeah. it doesn't catch me out. Yeah. I'm better than you. Yeah. So that's that's what we established is that you're not as good as me. I'm better. <laughs> and we moved on. That's yeah. what I took from it. Good chat. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. Well, I sort of said that the reason I explain stuff to you is because I learned from my podcast that sometimes I can get a bit too ethereal or a bit too... Um, heady. Yeah, a bit too heady. Yeah, me and too. It's, and it's like a lot of the stuff that we're talking about around transformation, it's not something to be analyzed really no. it's something to experience mm. and so when when i'm sort of mansplaining what what you're talking about i'm trying to make it really Break easy it for everyone to understand and relatable to their relationship or to how they show up at work or how their business is going so that's what i'm trying to do when i do it and i'm also trying to get it right 
This, my perfectionism, as you guys know, is always underlying everything. I'm trying to like make sure the show's awesome and that there's no gaps and we never pause <laughs> and then this is the best show ever made. Yeah. 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 I, I love that, that about you too, by the way. Thank that you. you do, that you have that ability to explain it and break it down. I really, really love that. Thank you. Yeah. 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 I, um, I'm, I'm proud of that part of myself too because I know it's just come from <laughs> practice and yeah. being uncomfortable a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So – Great topic is what you just the, the process you just said you went through of like when you're feeling something or when you're um, when you have a fear come up or when you're feeling stuck. Actually, choosing to feel it, figure out what it is and describe it out loud. And you said something interesting. You said you didn't want to do it. Yeah, and I think that's, that's right. common. I think that's the trigger. That's the moment to take action. Um, so when we repress or deny our fears when we hold on to them that's when they have power over us whereas so it's really interesting i was sitting there and i i didn't want to say it like really 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 didn't want to say it and i was sitting there and it was just kind of feeling worse and worse and then i just said it and getting it out getting it moving you know so that um get it off my head i felt so light yeah and you can't uh, you, you can't overemphasize that feeling of lightness mm. when you share a fear when you feel into it, when you notice a frustration, that anger inside you or something where you've been hurt, where you actually feel into it and then share it, it, it just goes. Yeah, like which it is the opposite of, yeah, of anger coming out, leaking out in all kind of crazy ways, right? That's right. Through anger or frustration. I, I, was, I used to have this saying, I haven't said it for a long time, but everyone tells the truth when they're drunk or angry because it's easier. Yeah. You can, you know. Now it can come out. Yeah. Now I don't give a shit what it sounds like or yeah. But I guess the 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 habit to get into, or this is certainly what I've been doing is get to, drunk more often yeah. so you can share your truth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> shit, I got something I need to say to we someone. I need to get shot a whiskey drunk. in the morning before yeah. work just yeah. to get that truth. It's eight thirty. It's fine. <laughs> it's lunchtime somewhere in the world. Uh yeah, but to actually feel that and express it mm. um, in a healthy way. Yeah, absolutely. The the the. The thing is with emotion is it's someone shared this with me years ago and I've always loved it mm. is that it's emotion e is energy so it's energy in motion so when you feel something come up when you get a bit triggered by something or you feel an emotion a fear some anger that's energy starting to move through your mm. body Absolutely. and what we've been taught to do is suppress that mm. hold it down don't let that emotion come out and so we tuck it away and we store it down in our body for me, the preferred area is above the left rib. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's my knee. Got a bung You've got one in the knee. Yeah. I stored a conversation with my father from when I was seven, just in my left thigh, and uh, <laughs> it's a good place for it to live. But uh, if we don't, you know, you've said it before, that's where disease comes from. You know, they're starting to make links with that suppression of Absolutely. energy is, is where we get sick. Yeah, the body keeps score. That's the saying. So when we don't move that energy, when we don't allow it to flow through us and it does get stuck, it creates disease or dis-ease in the body or dis what disease we have in the world, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Is that why my left rib is always throbbing? Yeah. What do you got in there? Are... <laughs> Just a couple of conversations with you, actually. Yeah. 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 We'll talk about that later. Yeah. It's not for a podcast. The thing is to let it move, is let that energy move. And it's so simple. Like this is not a hard process. Yeah. Yeah, it can be. So when you feel something, you go, oh, geez, I'm feeling fear. I'm feeling annoyed. I'm feeling frustration. I'm feeling sadness. I'm feeling abandoned. And then you feel it 
and you let it come out. You can choose to speak it out loud to yourself or to someone, and then it's gone. <laughs> it moves so quickly. Yeah, so good. And I think that's it's the awareness of stopping and noticing that. Yeah, that you actually have something in you because we're so busy, and also we're not taught as children to allow the emotions. Mm. Think about um, a kid. Uh, misbehaving or screaming or crying we want to move on yeah we want to shut it down it's uncomfortable for us generally um never i don't even notice the child's uncomfortable when they you know i want to shut other kids down other people's kids down. oh yeah is that (laughs) healthy yeah i I also yeah all kids yeah 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 so like we actually have gone through come through generations of being told it's okay. Suppression. Yeah, suppression. I don't like the harden up thing. No one's ever said that to me, but I know there's people out there that have been told literally with by their words, um, you know, harden up, you'll be okay. Which means it doesn't stop hurt feeling much. your feelings. Stop. 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 You don't – it's not valid. Yeah, this is not real. It's not real, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And How do good. you – have you had to do this with your kids? Like do you – Yeah, I noticed um, a really good thing someone told me one day was – when a child hurts themselves, is to acknowledge it. So normally, so acknowledge it, say, man, that must hurt. Have a look at it. Say, stay there if they're sitting on the ground, you know, wherever they are. Man, that must hurt. Really acknowledge the pain, the injury, how it happened. Um, feel it. It's okay to feel it. And I've even said to my boys, it's okay to cry. Interestingly, that stops them crying, which is, isn't that interesting? It is. Yeah. So you give them permission, you <laughs> yeah. give them permission to feel it, to all of that. Um, and I noticed when I first started doing that, that was the opposite to what I'd been doing. I was definitely someone that was kind of shut it down. It was awkward. You know, you'll be okay. Let me give it a rub, um, pat them on the head, you know, pick them up off the ground, do yeah. all that. But actually when I did it the other way, they got the chance to feel their emotions, feel the pain, know that somebody cared and they moved on mm. like really, really quickly. It was fascinating. I'm just getting in this moment. Like that's what we have to do for ourselves. Ooh. Like yeah. when we feel something, you go, hey, yeah, oh, that hurt. Mm. Yeah, it did hurt. That was really hurtful when that person said that. I'm feeling some hurt. Man, mm. I'm just going to feel that and let that come out. Maybe have we cry, whatever it is. Yeah, that en- move that energy and then in the body. And then Beautiful. it goes, just like mm. you said. It's actually, because I've had that feeling of when I've just felt it, it almost, sometimes it goes immediately. The mm. second I even go, oh, I should feel this, it's gone. Yep. You know, like yeah, it's that yeah, quick. Yeah. And then there's the other ones that are like the big, there's a few big deep. The wounds. Yeah, there's a few big wounds that maybe take a lot of doing yeah. this, maybe yeah. sitting for 20 minutes, you know, on the bed or. I had one of those the other day. Oh, yeah. I felt it and I knew I needed, I felt something. Do you remember and, what it was? Just out of interest. Um, vulnerability alert Ooh, no i don't i in fact i never did distinguish what it was it felt ah, okay it felt Just like a up. like a chestnut at the bottom of the well hmm. like i was like oh there's something a there little nugget there and, yeah and i thought left rib <laughs> i was center center <laughs> and i was like i'm gonna feel into this so i got into sort of meditation position kind of just so that i could sit and focus on it focused on it and i was like oh it's not no nah, there's not it's, oh there it is oh yeah yeah and then as i focused on it it grew and it actually got more painful and then it started turning into this loch ness monster in the, inside me wow and it got stuck right up under my rib Oof. and this is about 40 minutes um and i remember you rang me actually yeah i remember this yeah because it was such an interesting process of feeling that feeling and at about the sort of 50 minute 60 minute <laughs> mark 
it was actually quite painful up under my rib, mm. and I couldn't move it. Mm. And I'm, I was like, I'm done. I'm, what the hell do I do now? Yeah, <laughs> I got this little pain stuck in my chest. Uh, God's honest truth. It was still there the next day and a little bit the day after. Hmm. It kind of didn't clear. I brought it up but didn't mm-hmm. clear it. I don't know what the hell that means, but anyway, it eventually went. It turns out it was a bad curry. <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> three days and it passed. Yeah. I punched myself in the ribs during the night <laughs> sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I highly recommend that. Yeah, it really gets things moving. Yeah, it really I think that's the the moral of the story is feel what you feel, mm. share it, Allow let it come it. out, and it mm. passes, and you move on. Mm. And um, if you haven't started a podcast already to get these feelings coming up, yeah, that's what it was. Highly recommend it from a podcast. Jason and Nathan. So we talked about a few weeks ago about receiving feedback mm. and how for me feedback often feels like um, it's closely linked to me not being good enough, mm. and so anytime I receive any feedback about myself immediately it triggers like I suck and it's really painful. So I've struggled to get feedback. And do you know what, Jason? I got a little bit of feedback yesterday. Ooh. I got a little bit of feedback. Tell us. Uh, so I'm doing two uh, courses at university at the moment just for fun. Mm. When, I'm not sure when the fun part starts, but <laughs> <laughs> the idea was to have fun. So I'm doing uh, Spanish because I wanted to learn Spanish and I'm doing modern history mm. uh, because I'm an intellectual now. And... <laughs> The modern history one is really challenging. It's this moments where it's really boring mm. and we have to write essays and we have to do research. Ugh. And I'm doing it with a really good friend of mine. That was part of the idea to make it fun, mm. quote unquote. And <laughs> we were sitting there yesterday in a lecture and it was not that fun. And afterwards I said, oh, I think I'm just done with, I think I'm done with this history thing. It's just, I've made a commitment to myself that I'll only do things that feel fun and playful and light. Mm. It's the, the lifestyle design we talked about a while ago. Good idea. And um, he challenged me. He was right. like, no. Nah. He was like, you made a commitment, you know. And he, he was quite, because we're good friends, so he's allowed to be direct with me. Yeah. Um, he said, you know, this is what you do. You know, you, you don't know how to focus. Mm. When things get a bit hard, you know, you whinge and throw your toys out of the cot, and then you give up and you just go and do fun things. And he's like, you've made a commitment to this. You're halfway through. What would it take to um, to actually bring joy to it? Like, how, how would you actually make it fun? And he said, look, I feel all those same things. Like, I feel like it's a bit challenging. It's not as, you know, maybe as interesting as I thought it was going to be. Mm. But I feel like I'm in, and I'm going to try and make it fun. I'm diving into it. I'm enjoying the research, and, and I'm, I'm trying to make it fun. So maybe you could look at a way to see how could you make – a situation that's not fun fun yeah rather than just bailing yeah i was not interested in that feedback (laughs) that was not fun i was like and i was arguing tell us about it how did it feel (laughs) well i felt um first of all i was arguing like i had it all perfect in my head the Mm. reasons why i could bail Mm. i was like you know i don't really need a breakthrough in public speaking because you got to do lots of presentations well you have to do a couple yeah i don't really need a breakthrough in forcing myself to do shit i don't want to do mm. that's i've done plenty of that in my life i don't really need to do another round of that and so i had all the reasons and i was just looking for him to give me the the final sign off yep and then i could just quit Fly and away he free. went completely the opposite way and you give me a lot of feedback as well and yep. i i'm not great at taking feedback You're shit at taking feedback that's right yeah yeah um so 
because it's it hits a wound. It hits a mm. wound inside of me. But you have not backed down. You've kept um, older brother styles. Yeah, older brother styles. You've kept giving me feedback, even when it's uncomfortable, even when I'm resisting. It's uncomfortable for me too, and that's another good point that we to remember is that when you're receiving feedback, it's not necess- the other person not necessarily enjoying it either. It's uncomfortable got for the st- giver. Yeah, they're making a stand for you sometimes, not always, hmm. but yeah. Yeah, the people closest to you yeah, that yeah. You, you trust. Yeah. So that's one thing you, you really gave me is like, you actually want the best for me. Mm. You love me. You're seeing something that I can't see. Yeah. And you, you're trying to do that so I can have more success, have more love, have more connection. Free. Be more free. Be more free, whatever, free, whatever yeah. it is. And we're... I process it as um, you are attacking me, there's something wrong with me, why are you always pointing out my flaws? You know, that's mm. just my reaction. Because you don't notice the good stuff when yeah. I'm pointing out the good stuff. No. Yeah. Do you do that? I do. Okay. I did it twice last year. <laughs> yeah. On May the 17th. Yeah. It was at 7.12 p.m., I yeah. believe. Um, yeah, so Mark, uh, my friend who was giving me the feedback, also Loves me. Our great friend, Mark. Sees something in me, wants to help me, can see an opportunity for me. Mm. And so I couldn't really handle it in the conversation. I was still a bit triggery and a bit defensive, but I went away and I was like, you know what? He's right. Like, what What? What if I could really try and make this really enjoyable? What would I do? Mm. How would I? And do you know what? I had the best afternoon after that yesterday. I went to the library at the university. I made a study plan, I got into it, I really pulled things apart, I, you know, I tried to get my head around it, so it was, I understood it, and it was a real, real breakthrough, like I saw you last night, and I was yeah. really stoked, really yeah, chuffed yeah. about it. Yeah, so did you find a way to make it fun? Is that what you're saying? What did, What was the process? How could other people use this? Well, yeah, not so much make it fun, actually. It was, I was looking okay. at it and going, um, it's hard, so I'm out. As opposed to going, oh, it's hard. Cool. How can we, how can we, rather than just quit, mm. well, how could you figure it out? Like, how could you sit down? And, you know, this is actually bringing up another thing for me, which is, um, and I think I've talked about it before, when it gets hard, I get a bit procrastinating as well. Yeah. So I put it off. And then I just say, it's hard and I can't do it, even though I haven't tried. Right. So you'll get out of jail free card. Yeah, that's right. Whereas... The insight yesterday was like, you know what, if you can actually find a way to just sit down, take a deep breath, put a bit of nice music on, and then just slowly doing a little bit at a time and working it out, you can figure it out. I feel a bit ashamed now when I say that because this feels really like basic and childish. Yeah, I'm really, there's something with this though because it's the it's the actions that you took rather than the letting yourself off the hook. Mm. Like, yeah, how would you describe that like? Because it does sound basic, but I actually get what you're saying is that you well, did you did something. It was allowing the feedback to impact me, right? So that was the, that's the first True. shift is going. Okay, he's seeing something in me that I can't see. Yeah, I let myself off the hook with stuff, and I feel like that's okay. But yeah. he's saying that's not okay for you. You do that too often, and you're missing out on some parts of life. Mm. That's what's underlying his message, and he knows you can do it. So he's in effect supporting you in yeah. that. Hmm. I sent him a message last night and said, "Hey, you know, I've reflected on that um, feedback, and uh, it was um, it was really valuable. Thank you." And I, you're right. I'm going to really make more of an effort. And he was like shocked. He was like, "Oh wow, yeah, okay, 
it's not the Nathan we know. I know, exactly, because I'm so resistant to it. Uh, but he was like, you know, thanks for saying that. And the truth is I'm talking to myself as well. Oh, and as just... we always are. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Mark. That's Talk brilliant. about that. That we always are. Oh, but... when we – well, that's it's so easy to give advice, isn't it? Because? Because we know what we probably need to do ourselves, so mm. it's, but it's easier to deflect it or project it onto someone else so that it's not actually us in the picture. Yeah. Mm. That might be a whole other podcast – I podcast like, episode but it's yeah. like the the phrase they often use is if you spot it you got it yeah um so if you're pointing stuff out if you're seeing something in others if you're making a judgment if you're giving them advice almost certainly it's what you need to yeah that's hear. right and it's so easy when you see something good in others like oh man that guy's amazing well you're actually amazing as well and you you've got every uh, ability or chance to be that because you see it you can spot it but when, when you're pointing out anger or road rage, it's not as nice, mm. not as easy to look back in and go, well, what have I got? You know, where do I have road rage? Where do I have that frustration? What's going on there? Yeah. I find it really funny uh, with, with clients and stuff or sometimes I'll say, you know, you know, I was talking to this person the other day and they really annoy me because they just talk nonstop about themselves and they just always, you know, they make everything about themselves and I often think, that's what you do. Yeah. Like, you do, you, I notice you do that. And they don't have the awareness to recognise that they're talking about themselves. Well, it's not pleasant. God, no. It's not good to that notice That is not a things, fun insight. That's so helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Again, if we can not react to the feedback and be defensive yeah. about this insight, that it's helpful. Yeah, totally. And it's, a, it's the mirror too, again, once again. Mm. We've talked about this, I'm pretty sure, in the other I don't podcasts. think we have. Oh, well, there's well, Maybe podcast. we've touched on it, but yeah. yeah. Okay, stand by for mirror stuff in the next episode. <laughs> Uh, exciting new um, segment. Yes. Segment of the show. Yep. Which I'm is looking forward to this. Where we answer a question from the audience. From the subscribers. From the subscribers. And we have a question from Anonymous. Yes. <laughs> we can keep Good it anonymous. So he, w- he wants to know, uh, he's actually going through a separation okay. at the moment. And he's aware that what the pl- part that he's played throughout that separated through the relationship and how that's all going devastating of course because it how is how long were they together just uh, 10 12 years yeah yep and long relationship long relationship couple of kids and he wants to he's aware now of the work that he needs to do mm. like he's kind of having that waking moment where he's like holy shit what have, who have i been what have i been doing he can kind of he's joining the dots backwards which is always horrible i've done that myself um but his question that he wanted us to talk about was how much work does he need to do with himself, on himself, for himself before he gets into another relationship? Well, it's such a good question. Yeah. Because you talked about this in episode one, I remember, where you said after your second divorce, you realized you had to look at yourself. And that's actually what triggered you to start this type of work, go to Absolutely. therapy or whatever. So yeah. you've been through this process. Yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of fun too, though. You know, I wasn't um, I wasn't a model of um, therapy going, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, good boy. I, my ego was bruised, mm. so I needed to um, repair that as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Um, but I did do a lot of work, um, and he's doing that too, and that's why he's aware of that. Yeah. But I think he's wondering how – Should it- he get back into – you know, what – 
I guess, what kind of relationship. Oh, man. When yeah. he should. Yeah. And I said to him, he should have fun. That's, and I don't even know if that's good advice, but that's what I did. Mm-hmm. I, cause I wanted to sort of help myself out of that hole. Um, so I don't think there's anything wrong with having a bit of fun, but what, um, most people are probably scared of, which we see a lot of out there is repeating patterns, maybe going straight into another relationship oh, or ending up in another relationship where we have the same pattern. Mm-hmm. So he's probably alluding to that as well. I've seen that a lot where people yeah. um, can't be single. Right. So they'll, you know, they'll, I think of it like, um, you know, when you see a monkey like swinging through the vines, you know, and they just grab the next <laughs> one and they swing on to the next one. Right. They let go, they'll fall to their death. Yeah. That's sort of what it feels like if they, they can't be with being single. Yeah, right. So I think that's the work uh, for someone. Well, let's just say this is one place to look. Yeah. Would be, um, can you be comfortable being single? Can mm. you learn to love yourself? Can you learn to be alone? Right. So a lot of us are in relationships as a response to the fear of loneliness. Yeah, that's right. And I particularly noticed this when I when I was going through it. I'd be driving home from work and I'd be like, oh, I'll go and see such and such. But I was, I for some reason had the awareness. I was like, oh, well, is that because I don't want to go home and be by myself? And I was like, shit, wow, it yeah. actually is. It actually, I, you know, I just want to go and avoid and just mm-hmm. be, not be with myself. So I would actually make myself go home. And it was particularly difficult with the kids when the kids weren't there, like if I was going to be on my own. So I did a lot of that sitting and just being with that. Don't think it's helped. <laughs> but I'm definitely okay being on my, on my own. Obviously. I think it's helped massively. Yeah, I think it's helped massively because I, I see that in myself too of, of just learning to be alone. And you'll hear a lot of um, coaches talk about in the scenario taking yourself out on dates. Yeah. So not be afraid to go to a nice restaurant for dinner on your own. Yeah. Not be afraid to go to the movies on your own. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. Gave it a whirl. It was good. I was pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Were you good? Yeah. How was the conversation? Yeah. Well, I didn't have to share the popcorn either. <laughs> it was bloody great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's a really, a, a really big thing is uh, – Learn to be with yourself. Learn to love your own company. Learn to love yourself, mm. first of all. I don't think, you know, he might be looking uh, also for a time to say, well, it's 18 months. Mm. You know, do your work for 18 months and then go back. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a timed thing. Uh, there's, you, you and I have talked about how when you're doing this work, and we often talk about transformation coming from observing patterns, observing how you are, mm. there is a limit to how much you can do on your own. And there's a whole another level of pattern identification and triggers and, and learning how you are that can only come from a relationship. That's right. So what he's got now is a bunch of, you know, a big breakdown in a relationship and he can go away and work on himself and go, how did I contribute to that? Is there some unhealed stuff from childhood I have to look at? Is there, um, well, that's pretty, that's pretty much it actually. Yeah. Is there right. unhealed stuff from childhood that I, you know, was bringing into my relationship that I have to look at, heal, learn to love myself. And then at that point, getting back into a relationship to go, okay, now how do I heal the wounds of my old relationship in the new relationship? How do I create new patterns, the new way of being yeah, in a like new relationship? That. Yeah. And it's like exploring, you know, you've mm. got to get out there and do it. There's, you've got to be on the court, no point in doing it from the sidelines. And when you can you can actually only do so much work out of relationship, as most people know, like how triggering it can be, um, being with another person in close quarters, and then it's the mirror work again. You're going to get those reflections of how things are going. You can't hide in a relationship. No. It's very hard to hide. It's easy to hide on your own. Yeah. 
I think some people can, but it's not <laughs> yeah. it's not advisable. Yeah. It doesn't create love and connection, does it? No. No, that's right. So Anonymous, thank you for your question. And awesome. another little announcement because we want to hear from you guys as well. We want to hear your questions uh, because this podcast we've said is we, we love sharing what we're going through, but we wanted to create the ability for you to share what you're going through and ask questions and actually help us mm, um, interact as interact, well. yeah, with your transformation. So the best way for us to do that, we thought, is to start a Facebook group. So we're launching a Facebook group today. We're going to put that group in the link in the bio of this podcast. So whether you're on yeah. Spotify, or when you're on Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this, if you just drop down into the bio, under the description, there's going to be a little link, Facebook link you can click on, and that's going to give you access to the group. So jump in and give us a wave. Let yep. us know you're there. Say hi. Say hi. Let us know what's going on. And if you've got a question that you'd like us to talk about on the podcast, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, we'd love to hear it. That'd be awesome. So thanks, guys. Uh, thanks, as always, for, for tuning in. And we'll see you on Friday. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Cheers. That was the Transformation Bros with Jason and Nathan. 